Welcome to Hellas Footy Podcast, episode number 30. I'm your host, George. Let's get started. Steve, how are you, man? Yeah, man, I'm well, thank you. Lockdown is ending in about six weeks. I'm really looking forward to that. Perfect, perfect. Michael? Finally learned our fate. Um, it's confirmed. I've been calling it all season. We're finally going down to the yeah. second division. <laughs> we'll it's talk finally about, happened. We'll yeah. talk about that a little bit later. Nico? Yeah, big episode. On top of uh, Michael's Larissa getting relegated, um, the club has just posted on social media 11 minutes ago, uh, Bologna is officially sacked. Okay, so it was all remaining innuendo, but now it's been, it's made official. Yeah, Did, um, a few ago. Was there any quotes from Alafuzos or...? I haven't opened it yet. Okay, no worries. I just saw the the post. If you can have a quick look whilst we get things started, that will be great. All right, boys, anyway, we'll we'll kick on from um, the championship group here. Midweek matches. So, Aris Olympiacos, they had a one-all draw. Mano scored first. Uh, Fortunis uh, equalised, sorry, in the 82nd minute. And uh, Bruno Gama uh, missed the penalty late on uh, for Aris there. That would have got them the points. So it was a one-all draw. Steve, uh, quickly, mate, how did you see that match? Yeah, I, I genuinely forgot about the penalty. It's been, it felt it's felt like so long since that game. I genuinely forgot about what happened in this game. But yeah, unlucky for the for, for the Aris goal. I think you know Solis made a really um, so sorry Solakis made a really nice save, but it it kind of Manos just kind of barged into it and ended it in fair play um and then a nice work goal from hassan my boy assisting for for a nice work goal yeah it it was an okay game i guess yeah mm. can't really say much more to be honest. yeah i think yeah we're, we're trying things we're doing different things and we're just petering out the season the season there so yeah i don't know i've got nothing really to say there for that game so we'll move on um bath nakos Two or draw with Asteras. That was pretty much the game that uh, started getting the rumours going, Nico. So um, Asteras started the scoring. Danny Suarez with a goal. Had uh, Giovanni equalised in the 28th minute. You've you actually um, sorry conceded a goal in the 42nd minute, and then 53rd minute uh, you equalised, and that's how it stayed. Um, but yeah, that kind of killed off any slim chance that you guys had with. Um, European football nickel. So how did you see that one? Yeah. Like I said last week, I'm just counting down for the season to end. And I think the players feel the same way. Um, yeah, four, four games against Asteras this season for zero wins. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. says it all. It says it all. When um, had, yeah, had Giovanni's one of his better games, but yeah, defensively yeah. a bit of a mess again. Yeah, I don't know. Yes. Yeah, even, even like the one... When we were on a run under Bologna, the one major positive was the defence, and even that went out the window towards the end. Well, everything's kind of gone out the window for for him lately. I think as the noise started getting a bit louder, that um, and then when European football was slipping away from you guys, it kind of uh, yeah killed things off at the end there. Um, we'll move on to that game later on anyway. Okay, Aik Athens um, had an opportunity to capitalise there, but they didn't, unfortunately. Park did uh, with Aris dropping points. Park 2-1 winners away from home over Aik. Uh, goals to Kermanchek and uh, Stefan Schwab with a late penalty um, to Tankovic for um, Aik in that match there. So weekend matches. Park uh, had a big 2-0 win over Aris uh, there and they've kind of uh, pulling away from them now for, for the second spot. Uh, penalty to Stefan Schwab and a late goal to Zivkovic in the 90th minute wrapped up that match. Um, yeah, look, I don't know. Pablo, yeah, sorry, go on, think, mate. Yeah, Pablo Garcia looks like he's got the hang of this team. Looks like he's worked out. Um, looks, he's reverted to Ferreira's system, the 3-5-2. I'm not, not a big fan of it. They don't really have the players, but it seems like he's figured it out. Yeah. Tactically, yeah. That's probably the best way to put it there. Um, yeah. I know Michalidis had a really good game. We posted um, his stats up on um, our Twitter and our social media accounts there. So, yeah, um, yeah look, you know, Park had an, well, I, sorry, Artis had an opportunity to mm. kind of stifle their kind of the things falling apart, but Park have pulled away now and they've got themselves a five-point gap between just, them. Just interesting on Artis as well. Also with their three, three their three five two as well, 
so, very, very, very strange decision from Manzius. Never have I ever seen him do this. It just, it just seemed pointless, and yeah. they just sat back the whole game. You look at the stats. You look at the stats. You had Balkan twelve shots. Artis three. Artis three shots is that is unlike them all season. Yeah. So I'm not. So that was a really, really bad call. Yeah, and the possession was quite equal as well. So I mean, yeah. maybe Mancius is showing, um, you know, showing his vulnerability towards the end of the season when things aren't going his way. They're trying to change things up. So I mean, they still got a few games to, a couple of games, sorry to. Um, shape this season but it's highly unlikely that they're going to grab second spot now so um after such a good run they've had there they've, um, they've sealed europe they've sealed europe so yeah yeah, yeah. That, so, that's the main i think that's the main goal that they were after Artis. so credit to manzios for that but what you're doing in the playoffs is wrong it's it's just killing the team well it's 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 just showing yeah It'll be interesting. So, and it's interesting um, with Mitroglou as well, not not getting the kind of minutes, but his injuries and whatnot. So maybe that was always going to be the case for him this season, and get a full yeah. preseason into him next year. Yeah. Well, sorry, next season. Uh, Steve, Asteras Olympiakos nil all. Many uh, young young boys uh, got a run as well as usual um, in the team. So how did you see that one quickly, mate? Such a boring game. It yeah. was not a lot happened. This is what this is what happens when you put Hassan up front as the sole as the sole striker. But it was good to see loads of Greeks play. So uh, Zolakis played again, and then Karagiris, uh, I think his name is Karagiris, the other young goalkeeper, came on for a little bit as well. That um, Galogeropoulos though, mm-hmm. he looks pretty decent. I know he's only sixteen, but he looks like a really really good player. He's probably probably the standout. And Sudlis played as well, which was nice. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but I guess that those are the positives I can take. Loads of Greeks played, loads of young players played, so I'm happy. Yeah, that's it. I'm are the you, same with you. Yep, Michael. Are you sure that Galogiropoulos is 16? Because when I when I made that tweet that he's going to start for Olympiakos, <laughs> the reaction was hilarious. <laughs> this kid's not 16, everyone was saying. He doesn't <laughs> look it, no. He, he doesn't look 16. He doesn't look 16. <laughs> he doesn't look it, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, he's 16, well, I don't know. There'd be no reason for him to falsify any, any documents. Yeah, 16, there, so. 25, he's just, you know. He's just he, a he's grown there. man. He's just a grown 16-year-old, so anyway, we'll move on here. The same for Asteras. Um, they played um, a couple of youngsters as well. Canelopoulos, I think that's his name, and Panigotis Tsimas. Um, he's got a few sporadic appearances this season. Tsimas, I think he scored in his debut against Orphi sometime this season. So he's another real talent to look at. Okay, yeah, Bunny yeah. with Jim, he came on at half time, yeah, for Bagalas. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, I mean they have had a good season as well, so if they can build on what they've done and um hopefully, you know, try to cement themselves in the top half of the table there. Yeah. Um Nico, last game, Aik had a one nil win over Pathnaikos, which sealed the deal for Bologna. Uh, Petros Mantelos goal in the 50th minute was the difference there, mate. Um, also, a missed penalty uh, for you guys didn't help, but um, the writing was on the wall, I guess, for the coach up until that point with all the noise happening between the two matches. So, where to yeah, from now, Nico? That's what officially put Europe beyond doubt as well, that game. Yeah. So, uh, where to? Where to, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. where so to now? Last week, there was a question that was sent in to us about clubs preparing for next season. Mm-hmm. And I said, like, you'd like to hope that Barthanaikos has already started those preparations and they're either going to stick with the coach or they're going to get rid of him. And if they get rid of him, you hope there's a replacement lined up. So they've they've gotten rid of, rid of him, obviously. And I've also read his assistant has followed him out as well. Uh, how there about, were no how about the Anything, they football just manager? The best. How about the football manager? It, it just said the, the, the assistant. Okay. He's out with Silovopoulos is the coach for the remainder. Of the wasn't the assistant's name Kuznetsov or Kuznetsov. something like that? Yes. He's correct. had a he's had a few he's had a few bust ups I've heard with quite a quite a handful of players in the training. Like one being um what's his name? Christos Sehu, I think. He's now at Apollo Laris uh, yeah, on loan. Yeah. He's had a big bust up with him in training and that's why he got sent out on loan. And a few others as well. I think one with Kubelis too. It's well, just toxic I mean, over there. Yeah, well, if it was following on from the... I mean, we said it earlier in the season. Oh, when you just, you just you, like to hope there's replacements already lined up. 
Well, here's a, here's a smoky for you, Nico. Uh, Neoplias doing magic in Orphi. Uh, yeah, um, would he want to, you know, I think he's, he's quite comfortable in, in back at home. So Probably. At Orphi, but... Um, I, I want a Greek, personally, well, because well, that's, the that's last a, decade, yeah, the last decade thing. shows we're at our best when a Greek's in charge. But uh, so with your squad, you know more about it. All, all the, the the foreign players that have come in over the last uh, six, twelve months, were they were loanees or were they short term deals? Do you know? Why are you stuck with them for another twelve months? Um, yeah, a bit bit of both. Bit of both. Uh, eh? Niase, he's definitely a loan. Yeah. Um, Sangare that came in January with um, Embagoto, they were permanent. Yeah. Okay, so they were perm. Okay, so look. Football's a funny thing, so you know, if, yeah, players, my, my hope, if players aren't wanted, then they'll get shifted out anyway. Yeah. My hope is just to bring a Greek coach in and back him and give him time. Uh, Bologna was on, yeah, it was going nowhere. He actually did okay to steady the ship. Well, he did okay to steady the ship, and I think Elaine pointed it out to us today that um, he's tried a variety of formations and styles and players uh, when things weren't working, so he wasn't necessarily stuck to you know, a set way of thinking, but it just never worked out for him towards the end after. The the damage was done about ooh, 10, 11 months ago when uh, they parted ways with Zonis. Then yeah. it just fell apart because they got a, an inexperienced coach and he's never coached at a senior level and his signings were for the tip. Well, that was the issue. Yeah, Boyoto, by, by, by whatever, Boyoto, whatever yeah. you want to call Boyato. it. Boyato. <laughs> and it's yeah. a shame. It's a shame because this was the season we were meant to be playing for Europe. And we've yeah. actually gone, we've regressed from last season where we finished fourth. Well, it would have been interesting if you had gotten potentially Bologna straight after instead of like... It would have been. Yeah, yeah. So to see what, what could have happened, if anything could have happened. So well, um, All these issues go back to one person and you know who that is. Well, that's right. We, we've heard it before. And look, you know what? To be honest, guys, as well, and all the Bath Nacos fans, you're spot on. Sooner or later, you know, you can't just keep doing... You can't. You can't just keep sacking coaches, replacing players, sacking coaches, replacing players, and you're not even creating a, you know, making a big deal of raising the budget from five million to seven million. It, it, it doesn't work. So the owner should be coming out and saying, "Listen, at least explain himself and and being transparent with fans." But I believe you guys don't hear from him much anyway. No. Or when he does say something, it's it's only be, because you might have had a win over Olympia, of course, at the time. And it's vague. Yeah, yeah so he just hides behind. Um, look, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think you guys are spot on. I think it's time for him to move on. Um, yeah, move on from the club for the betterment of himself and for everyone involved. And whether the club thrives or, or doesn't, you're stuck in no man's land now with him. We've been there for about uh, 10 years and I can see another 10 years. <laughs> That's all right. Well, look, we'll see what happens in the in the next few months, I guess, um, in the pre in the off-season and uh, how things get handled at the club and if there can be any redemption stories or if, if, if something can be created there to, to get the fans back on track. It's going to be a tough sell, though. All right. Uh, relegation group Super League so we'll go from there so um, we must there okay uh, Orfi 2-0 winners over Lamia um, Sakor and the Guzman goals there now with that win they kept themselves in the top flight for another season there um, Neopias yep. doing magic I've, Michael I think he's only lost one game in charge or two um one game. I think that was the last yeah. last round of the regular season against Artis, I think. Yeah. That was it. So, yeah, so he's uh, been able to do some wonders at the club there on just basically as a caretaker. So um, there's, Yeah, there's still uncertainty whether he will be permanently appointed or he will um, return to his role as general manager. Yeah, so it'll be interesting there. I think... Look, if he, he's obviously a smart coach, maybe he just doesn't want to coach, and that's why that's why you know it's been ten years or something between jobs, between um, his last coaching job at Bath Nacos, where he won the. Did he win his the Great Cup? 
he won he won the double with Panathinaikos, but he, years yeah. after he started coaching Offi in the third division, got the when promoted, got him promoted, promoted, and then promoted, stepped, yeah, yeah, and stepped yeah. aside. So yeah, I, I, maybe he doesn't it's, see himself as a career coach. Yeah, like like I said, I think I brought this up through few weeks ago i think like he, he could have had a stellar career as a coach would have been our one of our most successful greek coaches ever mm. if he continued look maybe he's got some business acumen that he can feels that he can add more to a team um as a general manager so you know look off here a great club um you know they've got good history in the top division they've they've had a you know they had great success in the 80s and 90s so if they can build themselves up, no better chance now. And hopefully with him at the club in one position or another would be better than um, than not, I guess. All right, next game. Um, Panetolikos 1, uh, Tromitos 3. Uh, Brian Rabello, um, Clark Insikulu and um, Manusos were the goal scorers for Tromitos and a consolation goal to uh, Nicolas Mazola. Um, for Panetolikos, they got them the three one. We got they lost three one there. Michael, your boys three one losers to Volos. Uh, Duvikas Bartolo uh, goals. Um, Dumashai pulled one back even after you got a player sent off, but um, Alberto Bueno um, restored uh, the two goal buffer there for the club to go out winners three one, which condemned your club to relegation following that uh, news has come out that uh, Festa has also been sacked um, so things go from bad to worse at the club Michael where do we go from there with your boys man who even knows yeah this was inevitable this was inevitable has he made any statements though since of course he has. He always makes oh, statements yeah, every oh, game. It was, a loaded, it was a loaded question, but what, what was his uh, what was his words? Uh, just a bunch of bullshit attacking Pazianina for some reason, claiming hidden relations with Ivan Savid. It's like, ask any AL fan. We don't want to hear this crap. No one does. It's him against everyone. That's how it is. Since he's come in, he's turned this club into a courthouse. That's it. Lawsuits here and there, like everyone's sick of it. We don't, we don't care. He did this at Bazianina. He did this at Panachaiki. This is how they sank. He doesn't care. It's all him. It's all about himself. And this is what we're going to get in the second division. Has he talked about staying on? Has he talked about the second he's, division? Or he's staying on. He's staying on. He, there's no way I see him leaving. He's staying on. We're going to have the same toxic owner, the same toxic management, the same problems. It's going to continue. Yeah, I don't know. Stephen Nickel, do you just want to add to that? It's it's it's, it's, it's hard. To... It's, it's a, it's I can relate like to the ownership. <laughs> yeah, it's it's evident he doesn't know what he's doing, and he's done this. If he's done this at clubs previous, then surely there has to be something in play. I mean, this is Greek football we're talking about, but under normal circumstances, there should be something in place for certain people to not be allowed to own football clubs uh, if they have a previous record of you know taking them down to the lower divisions like Panikaiki and Bas. You know, it's just doesn't make any sense man and i think if he's relegated like if he's kind of the catalyst for relegating larissa then he shouldn't really be at the club after this it's an interesting one because he's he's you know if you take him away from football he's he's a renowned lawyer to the stars and he's and he's obviously quite good at his job because he's he's always got high profile cases good or bad but let's not go into that because some of the stuff some of the people that he's defended is quite shocking but anyway um he's obviously good at his job so he's he's built himself success through that business but it, it's like alafuzos at bathnay course you see these exactly exactly you see these exactly. businessmen yeah. that can just do wonders but then you give them a football, they get into the football world and they're just absolutely clueless. And they actually look like fools. And you're like, how could this guy be a fool when he stands in front of the highest courts in Greece and gets people off God knows whatever? So, Alafuzos, with all his business uh, dealings, where he's, you know, where his net worth is, you know, all his businesses put together, their net worths are over a billion dollars. You're thinking, 
you can make decisions that that make your company's multi 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 million dollar multi million euro deals and profits but you buy dud players or dud coaches and you sack them and you end, evidently end up paying more for them steve well, I think I don't think Michael, you, you'd be too opposed if Gurias owned you. If he just had people who were footballing people in place to actually run the club for him, and he wasn't butting in so so much with regards to you know I'm the big boss, I'm going to do it myself, you know that kind of stupid attitude that he seems to have. Mm. And I just think that he clearly doesn't have a footballing brain. He clearly he has obviously he he's got where he is in terms of his you know. Uh, in terms of his career, because he's not a stupid per he's not a stupid person, but he just doesn't know how to run a football club. And if you have people in place who actually know how to run the day to day goings about of a football club, I just feel like it would have maybe things. Would have it, I mean, Michael, what, Michael will tell you this: it doesn't suit his personality. It doesn't suit him because what he's done is he's brought in his job as a lawyer into football, and that does not work. It, it doesn't. doesn't. It, it's like Alafuzos, like. I don't know if it work. If it is working, he's shipping business into Panathinaikos, but it's not working. Another one is American owners. We see now this American owners now buying clubs and even um, owners from the Middle East. They're coming into buying these clubs in Europe. They don't do anything. All they do is just just care about money. They don't properly invest in the clubs. So, for example, think about a decade. Those Malaga with the Qatari owners, they failed and they dropped to the second division right after. With that all the champions, the, yeah, it was after the Champions League quarterfinals when they exactly, exactly. Look what happened to Malaga, and they've been struggling since. You look at you look at guys like well, like Ladisa, for instance, and with owners like Ugias, he wants to be that football club owner because he probably considers himself a a, a, um, a Marinakis type person. That's how he views himself. And, and that's, that's how he views That's how he goes about it. That, that's, that's how he right. goes about and, it. And that and which is, you know, and where if you look at Pathnaikos, Alafuzos has just pulled up handbrake, shut up shop, doesn't talk to anyone anymore and just says, you know, whatever, I'm just doing things. So neither yeah. are right because neither are making the right decisions for the club for their respective clubs. Um it, it, but you don't know what's happening or where's it going because with Pathnaikos on one hand People just want to hear the owner speak and say, "Listen, you know, we did this and we got it wrong, or we got it right, or we're gonna we're gonna fix these wrongs and these rights." Um, and then you got on the other hand an owner like Kugias uh, Atlarisa, which just, just doesn't want to accept, you know, it's, it's this person just the, or it's doesn't want to accept the reality. You know, oh, I did this. Um, you know, I've got this this team's ready for Champions League. I've got the world's greatest coach. I've got. I've made the biggest mistakes. It doesn't know. He doesn't say that. So you're just like, you got contrasting owners who have both failed the club. Yeah. Now, and, and Larissa's biggest, you know, relegation West Bath, and of course, uh, uh, in, stuck in a perpetual cycle of mediocre. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're like, you're thinking to yourself, well, where's this going to go? And I just hope yeah. everyone, I just hope everyone saw the warning sign in preseason when we back, when we went back to Alcazar. Now, the reports were saying because of financial reasons. That's, that is another burdo right there, okay? Should never have he, been he, that. He, he only moved it back to Alcazar the AL because of the former owner, Pelodakis, because he's uh, the chairman of the Larissa Stadium Association. So he, has, he also has shares in the, in the new boutique stadium, AL Arena. For that reason, they got it... The, they were in a bit of big conflict. They're still in conflict. He'll always bring them up, Kurios, for some weird reason. He was always talk about this 19 million debt that Bilalak is left behind when he left. He's already paid it off. So why is he bringing it up that he's trying to perceive him as a bad owner? Has he seen what he's done in the past six years? <laughs> Four, let me tell you, the last two years, 49 transfers. That's unreal. Yeah. yeah. Since our promotion, 2016, 13 coaches. 13, 13 coaches. 13 coaches. <laughs> I, thought, I thought our time in the third division and second division in the last decade before coming back to the Super League was worse because there were so many coaching changes back then. Yeah. We didn't even have a proper owner. We didn't have any owner in the third division until Plexidas came in, second division. He steadied the ship. Left after a year, he found the buy, and that was Gurias. 
Since then, catastrophe. Catastrophe Question one for after you. the other. Michael, what do you see as more likely for next season? An immediate return, like doing well in the second division or back-to-back relegations and really struggling? Well, I can't look at Panachaiki's case because most of Kurias' time there was in the second division with Panachaiki. And yeah, he got him down to the third division. He left after that. I don't, in this case, see with my club, him being, us getting relegated back to back. I think we'll be fighting for a promotion next season. If we have the right players, just please buy homegrown players. There are so many Greek talents in Thessalia ready to f- to play for our club. There are so many of them, but they can't. We, we don't even look at them. They just bypass all the time. And they all jump ship to Apollo Larissa. That's where they get opportunities. Well, there's not going to, you know, it'd be silly of the, the ownership structure, whatever it's going to be, to sit there and go buy all these, um, you know, Slavic players or whatever they've bought over the years now. Um, in the second division, so it'd be just suicide to yeah. to go and build a squad like that. Um, you never know, yeah. man. Ten- Bubby Stennis might be available <laughs> for oh a. Oh my uh, god! He'll be coaching in the you top know? flight. Yeah, yeah, but you know what happens in the top flight? It'll last two weeks and it'll be. Yeah, sad. that's true. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't mind Tennis. He's the second division king. So, but if well, we put him in the, yeah. Oh, look, I don't mind him. I don't it, mind it, him. It's hard to say now. I think the dust needs to settle and you really need to see how many players are going to stick around and how many are going to go. But I think yeah. the club has been the club is set up in this way that it shouldn't go back to back. It's not it's financially secure to a certain point. It's not like money or yeah. for instance. So um you know, by rights it should yeah. at least, you know, steady the ship in the second division and see if it can push for promotion moving forward. Yeah. So um so our last game, nothing to play for, but um, our legendary striker from the 80s, he was a gun uh, back in the day. Yep. Michalis Jogas will take over for a second time. Yeah. He'll, he'll be caretaker. See if he can put, do, do a good job and maybe put his hand up for the job uh, going forward there. Oh, this is the thing. Many many of the veteran players don't want to work for the club. It's for that reason, Kurias. But Jogas has come in and, yeah, he just... Put his hand up for the job. See how it goes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to have a whole preseason to talk about this, so let's see um, how it goes, Michael. Um, it'll be interesting times ahead. Yeah. We'll move across. Okay, so move across the Super League. Uh, sorry, the um, Super League Two. Yeah, the promotional group there. So um, results from the other week, uh, from midweek matches. Kanya one nil winners over Ionikos. Uh, Pepe Jorgiu, 68th minute own goal for Kanya, uh, for Onikos, sorry, gave Kanya the 1-0 win. So that kept their little slight chance of uh, promotion uh, going there. Um, but what it did, that loss for Onikos, he opened up the door for Xanthi, who had a 1-0 um, win away from home um, over Rodos. Capnidis, uh, 73rd minute goal for them. Ergotelis on a late push as well. 1-0 winners over Levadiakos. Um, Manusakis, goal scorer there. I actually, for some reason, I was just looking at the odds there. Ergotelis, I mean, you know, this is me, so don't take my gambling tips anyone. But Ergotelis were paying $12. So I thought, you know, I'm going to chuck five bucks on them. And then they ended up winning. So I couldn't believe... You know, such a big difference there. But anyway. I but, think because they had a bad record against Levas across the season. So probably that reason. Yeah, but yeah, I just thought. But anyway, if anyone knows me, I, I can't win anything to say. <laughs> life, so, so don't listen to me there. Um, <laughs> now, the weekend matches. Erotelis, 2-0 winners over Kanya uh, in the Creedon derby there. Uh, Batsios and Manusakis, goal scorers there. So that pretty much condemned. Kanya uh, to another season in the second division there. Xanthi, um, two new winners over Ionikos. Uh, Daryl Worker and Papa Zoglu goals for them. Um, got them the win and got them top spot as well <laughs> there. Pa- 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 Zoglu, oh my God. Yeah, he's still going to... Oh, good on him. <laughs> and to wrap I... up the round, sorry, Levadiakos, four new winners over Rodos. Uh, uh, Mitidis, 
double in the first half, uh, followed by a Theokharis penalty and uh, Similidis 88th minute uh, roundup there for them. Sorry, Michael, go on. Sorry? Sorry, oh, you were um, going to say something? Yep. Uh, just regarding Mitidis, um, that Cypriot striker. Yep. He's um, quite a quite a talent to have in the second division. Um, yeah. yeah, so if, if, he's, if, if, if there's going to be a reason why... Levatiakos are going to be promoted because of him. He's a very strong striker to have. Yeah, and, and everyone as well. If uh, we put up a poll um, on Twitter, go there, vote. If you follow the second division, who do you want to see go up? We've got Xanti, Levatiakos, Ionikos, and Ergotelis um, fighting it out there. So, obviously, top spot goes up and second place in the playoff there. Boys, Nico, I'll go to you. Who do you want to see go up out of the four? I voted in the poll, Xanti. Santi, yeah. Any reason? Um, I, I, more so just to say the I told you so when there was a huge overreaction <laughs> when Bubby Stennis took over, but, and I said he'll do well yeah. in the second division. That's his level. Yeah, no, fair and enough. A, look, and they are a big club in their own right. Not massive, massive, but they're bigger. They're too big to be in, in the second. In division. the second division, yeah. Michael, who do you um, vote for and why, man? Santi. Um, same just as Nico. Same as Nico. Just yeah. just to see what the um just, just to see what Bill Papas can do in the first division. It'll be quite interesting. Yeah, great point. Um if if there is a second team, if they do manage to beat Panatolikos in the relegation playoff, promotion playoff, mm-hmm. so to say, I'll have to just go with Yonikos. Yeah, same. Okay. Yeah. Th- what's happened with them? They've fallen off a cliff. The thing with them this this season is they they've got defensive problems. So we have to wait until the next, the last two games. See how they go. I mean, it's not so, too late to turn it around, but yeah. Yeah, they had a, they yeah. had a decent gap up top, and then they kind of lost it. So. Yeah. Now they're even going to struggle to stay in the top two. They are, yeah. They're, well, they're on forty-seven points, but um, yeah, they're not looking good there with those losses there. Steve, who'd you vote for, and or did you vote? Considering, well, the, uh, yeah, I did vote actually. Oh. I voted in the in the local elections last week, and I voted in this as well. <laughs> well, uh, this is more important, <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Well, I mean, this one actually makes a difference, unlike yeah. the one I voted for. That's um, right. But I, I I voted for Ioni Gos just because I think there was I, I think I heard some of this. There's a very small chance if they get promoted, then um they might share Gadiskaki with Olympiakos, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, don't get, like st- don't get people <laughs> started there, because then I'll be like, oh, it's, it's a, they're going to play one game there, then they're going to get moved on, and it's going to be Olympiakos' fault for whatever. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, I mean, at this point, because of their form dropping, I, I mean, Xanthi probably are the team that are going to go up here. Wow. Well, the man, point, the man in that side, the man in that side in Xanthi is Andreas Tatos. Another real talent um, that should not be in the second division. Well, let's I mean, say that. Let, let's be honest. The, the wages yeah. that Xanthi are paying, it wouldn't matter. You know, yeah. like if, if he's obviously just taking the taking the money that was given on offer to him, and it was probably the best offer to him. So at Xanthi, anyway, with the news that we heard with their five million euro mm-hmm. wage uh, uh, structure that they've got there in, this, in the second division. For what it's worth, boys, I voted for Edwardellis because I'd love to see a Creighton derby. Why not? Fair enough. We've got. I'd love uh, to. I'd love to see it. We've got yeah. a derby in Thessaloniki. We've got a derby in Athens. Uh, why not? Or we've got a few derbies in Athens. So why not see a Creighton derby as well? Um, to the two clubs that apparently get along anyway. They yeah. used to hate and each that, other, but now they're friends. So. And then when the relegation playoffs come. George, you can watch it four times or three, four times or how many times they play each other. Yeah. Yeah, you can have the crucial Well, you know, let's let's hope that they scrap that stupid idea. Anyway. I like like the poll so far. Levati, of course, has 9% of votes. (laughs) Yeah, well, no one's picking them, are they? So... I love it. I love it. Yeah. No Michael, one wants them. So, Michael, you broke some news a, a couple of days ago. Some Vlaka was trying to suspend Super League 2 because of some COVID protocols. But he, he was some health minister. I don't even know. Yeah. Is it even newsworthy, Michael? Then I'm going to go like this. Nikos Kardalias. Oh, let's all bow down to him. He's our hero, along with Sotiris Chodras. Please, please, people, stop it. Coming out and saying non compliance with health measures? 
All teams, I can tell you right now, there's, I've been following the Super League 2 news. Most of the teams have been having one or two COVID cases pretty much every fortnight. You're going to come out. Nikos Khardalias, whatever his name is, he's going to come out and say they're not complying? Come on. The board, the league board even responded to him that you've fallen victim. And that's the it's, issue, mate. People are falling victim and they just want to get their name on the uh, in the news for all the wrong reasons, which, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, like, that, that's, that's all I can say. I'll give you one example of a COVID measure that they have in Greece. I, I could be wrong. It's about music mm-hmm. at the cafes, I think, that if you talk loud, this, your saliva goes in the air and you get COVID. But you're going to come out and say that the Super League 2 is not complying with health measures. Sorry, sorry, stop right there. Stop right there. You're, just stop. That's why the league board said, stop, oh, we stop. are complying. Yeah. Yeah, stop. Exactly. So, so he's, um, he's retracted our Cardellas. He doesn't want to suspend it. Ah, it came well, out yesterday. Well, good on him. So sometimes, as I said, I mean, you guys know as well, they, they, People just say things because they're like, oh, it's the cool thing to say because, you know, I want to get my name in the media. And then when they they find out, oh, actually, it's a Malakian, I probably shouldn't have said that. Oh, I was misinterpreted or I misunderstood the situation or something stupid. Um, Greek Cup, going to uh, doing a 180 there. Kostas Nikas, who is on the um, EPO board, is a committee member that looks after a few portfolios I guess he had an idea a dream that we can possibly have fans at the final uh, 10,000 fans from Olympiacos 10,000 fans from uh, Bauk and 5,000 fans um, specifically invited by the EPO or however they wanted to divvy it up there the game is to be played at Oaka um, I think that's great. I think that's a breath of fresh air that someone within uh, Greek football is actually thinking big now. Whether it's going to happen or not, highly unlikely. But it's 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 good to be able to talk about stuff like that. Nickel, what do you think of the idea? I mean, have you ever heard I, someone be positive from the EPO lately? No, I haven't. But it's a pie in the sky. Absolutely, absolutely. But at least it gives hope as opposed to yeah, the previous board. I guess so. Yeah. I- I'd like the realistic solution might be equally as good too. The, the, sorry, the a realistic option, which is uh, where are they going to play the final? At an empty Oaka? Where would you play it? Well, they've said uh, that the game's going to be played, and that he came out and said the game will always be played at Oaka until as a neutral venue. Sorry. Okay. Um, unless I didn't mind it. Sorry, I didn't mind it that year when it went to Volos. Obviously, yeah. they were fans, but you, you get my point. Something different. He said he's going, he went to that match there, which, and he goes, there was fans coming in from all over the place. There was no security. <laughs> that was a bloodbath. It was a bloodbath, yeah. And he goes, yeah. he said, he goes, I was at that game and I never want to see that stuff happen again like that. So he goes, until um, Aik, Balk, Aris, Pathnakos build new stadiums, um, it's it's going to be a non, um, it's a non-issue for him. So look, I, I like someone that's at least coming out and saying what everyone knows. We want to see games at smaller venues, but these small venues can't cope with crazy fans wanting to, you know, kill each other in the it stands. It doesn't really matter this year. It doesn't matter this year, but I think it's just in, as a general rule of thumb moving forward. I mean, Ajax going to have this stadium next year. And if if Olympiacos don't make the final, then you've got um, Galeskakis as well as, a, as, a, as an option. So... Yeah, an empty Ayaka, even twenty five thousand at Ayaka would look doesn't look that yeah. good. But I mean, they've I think they've had this before, even before COVID. I think one cup final at Ayaka, they had um, both sets of fans just on each side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty. That's common. But right? it was it wasn't full. It was just no. it was just the groups. Yeah. That was it. They kept yeah. a few bays, yeah, in between. Yeah, yeah, and it, look, and it looks silly as well because you've got this massive running track. It's a nice stadium for, for what it was put, built for, but it's not a football stadium. But until we... Ooh, I just hope there's fans in stadiums again next year because I think it's really affected the quality. Of it has. It's been it's rock bottom. Look, not only in Greece, I think in England too. Well, I mean, the UK, they're, they're going through their action plan where they're going to... They, everyone's getting their 
COVID jab, whether you believe it or not. That's This is a football podcast, so we won't go down that uh, avenue. But I think they're talking about opening up things within the next few months and just... The reality Please. is, like in Europe, anyone in Europe, you need to get fans back, especially in the Greek league. Where yeah. yeah. Where there's in England... Ice. It's been rock bottom. Yeah. I think in England, the last Premier League round, they're going to have fans back. Uh, 10,000, yeah. 10,000 well, only, as of, yeah. as of the 17th of May... Um, in all indoor sporting arenas, there will be allowed, I think, around ten thousand fans. Yeah. So, and also the Champions League finals coming to Wembley now. So, yeah, they, they need to, regardless of where you sit on the argument of COVID. Um, and like I said, this is a football podcast, so we don't want to go there. It's imperative what whatever they do in the next few months that they try to look at bringing in fans because there's no money in Greek football as it is. So if a club can some, get a wage or as from something from additional like bringing fans back um, then they should be looking at it but I you think know, with, re- with the new board sorry Michael yeah re- you know regards to this Greek Cup uh, proposal for having fans I'm still sceptical because with Oaka there's always maintenance with that pitch that's why I have I have false hope for that that's that's the reason that's, that's another the reason story. I say that that's another yeah. story <laughs> I don't want another case of like last season where it kept on getting postponed and then you hear Oak is in maintenance again. Like, oh my God, it was just tiring. You, but you, we, don't want, we don't want the same story again. Let's just, let's just hope not. Yeah, uh, yeah. You'd like to think the new people in, uh, in running Greek football, they're doing all the right things. They can't do something stupid like that and push the game back um, into, the, into what we saw in the last few years. So... We'll talk about the Greek... Uh, when is the Greek Cup? The, what was the date again? 22nd of, 22nd of May. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll talk about it um, beforehand. All right. A um, couple Greeks abroad. Um, I'll start with you, Stephen, and then we'll go to Nico here. Uh, Mavropanos. Um, Arsenal fans are now debating uh, after his wonderful season that he's had so far. Should we bring him back? If not, what are we doing with him? Should we just sell him? Um, should he stay out on loan for another 12 months and get more experience? Um, we're talking about an Arsenal club that are just, they're not going to be playing European football unless they get that magical wild card that everyone's talking about clubs are going to get. So we're talking about an Arsenal club that can potentially be playing just domestic your uh, English football and having all the issues in the world, wanting to play a style of football that this defender um, himself can play, Steve. What do you think he should do? I don't think he should stay at Arsenal. I yeah. think he'd be great for them, but will he get the opportunities? No, because he's not an Arteta player. He was brought in by Arsene Wenger. Um, and I think... Despite the fact a lot of Arsenal fans have been, have been impressed with him uh, with his low movement at Stuttgart, I don't think... I just I can't see him getting an opportunity there. And I think it's the wrong time. To, it's, it's almost the right time for this kind of player to come in and kind of be the star of an Arsenal backline because of how bad they've been. And this is the worst Arsenal team I think I've ever seen. I've never seen Arsenal this bad. Um, but I, I just don't think he'll get the opportunities. I think it's simple as that. Yeah. Um, so I, I would I would say either get another loan out to the Bundesliga or to Serie A or, or get a move elsewhere because he's he's a good player and I don't want him to rot on the bench like Simikas has this season at Liverpool. Yeah. Nico, I want to load it a little bit with you because I know you watch you you you're you're a keen observer yeah. of the EPL. Should he stay or should he go from Arsenal and stay in Germany? Or alternatively, should he look to get, if he's going to get another loan move and he's happy to stay at Arsenal, should he look for a loan move within a club in the EPL? I had a feeling you were going to ask me that. Yeah. Um, oh, if, look, if he's, if he's getting guaranteed opportunities at Arsenal, stay there. They're not the, the, the team they once were, but still doesn't change the fact that they're a big club. Mm. And yeah. look, one player won't make a difference, but you, don't, you never know how they can recruit in the summer. I mean, they're still going to have appeal. We have big stadium, big fan base, the history. They'll be able to offer big wages. Yeah, well, I mean, he's, he's on that five-year deal. Now, if he was to stay in, in the UK and, he, and if he was to stay at Arsenal but not play for Arsenal, do you think he would suit anyone in particular, like to the type of football that teams play? One of the probably better championship clubs or one of the mid-table to bottom-half Premier League clubs? 
and that and that, that's where my question was going. Should a player that's had such an outstanding like season in the German the division promoted. go I'd to say, I'd say Southampton would be suited to him. Yes, potentially Southampton, maybe mm. Norwich coming up. That, with, that, uh, that, that, list there. Exactly, that would have been my my team that I would have said. Yeah, yeah. I just think that you got an opportunity to stay in Germany for a club that's playing well in in the top flight. Do you want to risk it all by giving yourself another loan move, especially if that club wants to keep you? It give depends you... if he gets assurances that he's going to play. Yeah, I think, I think the way it's, Arsenal is at the moment, I don't even think their coach is going to be seeing out next season. Oh, he'll be there to start it. He'll be it's there to start it. Yeah, yeah. To start. It's a, it's if a they sticky start poorly, George. They Arteta's gone. Yeah, it's Michael. a sticky. It's a sticky situation. When you when you look at the technical director of Stuttgart, he was actually formerly of Arsenal, and he's the one that, along with Wenger, recognised Mavropanos at Bazjanina before they bought him. So. Um, now I forgot his name. It's a really hard one. It's yeah, I can't pronounce it. He, he's now at Stuttgart, and he picked up Mavropanos from Arsenal to take him on loan. I think he's confirmed a couple of months ago that he wants to renew the loan. Um, but that's up to Mavropanos if he wants to stay or not. So there's that. Okay. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I would be. I'm. I'm skeptical of him staying at Arsenal. Is that Michael Reschke? Yeah. Michael Reschke. No, no, it's uh, Sven, Sven something. Yeah. Sven something. Anyways. Sven I'm skeptical. I'm, <laughs> I'm skeptical of Marvel Panos um, staying That's at Arsenal next Steve. season. <laughs> yeah, look, I don't, I, look, I don't think he should stay. I think he should get out of that club, to be quite honest. Sorry to any Arsenal fans. I think that club is shocking. I think it's it's gone backwards from what it used to be. The fan base is, has become a little bit delusional on what they think. You know, on one hand, and and this was the whole issue that's showing a lot of the um, a lot of the inconsistencies and hypocrisy in fans, because on one hand a lot of these fans were like no to this European Super League, it's just a money grabbing blah 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 blah, and then on the other hand uh, you got fans from clubs saying you got to get rid of the coach, you got to buy this guy, you got to buy that guy, when you got yourself a young defender that you got for relatively cheap that is showing that he that he's capable of doing this but no one wants yeah. to give him an opportunity. Or if he does get an opportunity, you can guarantee he's going to be the scapegoat. So I think he needs to get out of that club and go somewhere where he's uh, wanted and his game is going to develop. And, you know, because he's young, he is going to have bad games. He's not going to be the finished product. So he needs to be able to establish himself somewhere where he can uh, thrive career-wise. The fan overreaction's been next level this season. I think that's because fans aren't in the, aren't in the grounds. They're not there on match day yeah. and, they just been on social media, not only in the Premier League, in Graced as well. Yeah, no, it, it is. But I just my argument was more so with the with the clubs that wanted to join that European Super League, where yeah. they were calling it a money league. But well, they're not they're not even getting punished now. The plastic yeah, six disgraceful. Yeah, apparently in Italy, not that we can, not that we're oh, sorry, not that we're in Italian Juventus. football. Yeah, Juventus right, have yeah. been threatened to be getting yeah. kicked out of the league. Um, unless they withdraw from that. Um, well, thing, what, so. what I did hear is um, is that the teams that are still technically part of the Super League project could get. I think there was a potential two year ban from European football or something two like year that. Ban. I know that. Yeah, I mean that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's still soft. Yeah. It's not going to yeah. happen because apparently, like the clubs that are, the clubs that signed up to be part of this league, it's all a big mess. Apparently, they're legally obligated to this European Super League as well. So, yeah. to, to put it in context, they're not getting punished. But then you had I don't know if you caught it the last match day of the championship. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday went down, um, and they had six points taken off them. And yep. that's what ultimately led to their relegation. Yeah. And, and, then Dar- Derby and then Derby County are looking at having a point for for the Malakies that they did this season. They're looking at having a point deduction next for season. next season. Yeah. And the fans of Wickham are saying, well, hold on. We we missed out on staying up yeah. by a, a point or two. They turned and, it around nicely back and, end of the Yeah, season. and and you're going to punish this club for whatever they did. Uh, it's it's very, very Greek Wigan, Super Wigan. league <laughs> you know, Wigan nearly got happened. relegated to League Two. Wigan just stayed up. They barely stayed up in League One this season. Crazy. In Wigan? Wigan Wanderers. 
Wickham. Um, Stephen. Sorry, not Wickham. Oh, I thought you were talking about Wickham Athletic. Yeah, the last no, one. Not Wigan. Wickham. Wickham. Yeah, no. Yeah, QPR legend Gareth. I'm not far away from Wickham. I'm not far away from Wickham, actually. Yeah. It must be our accents. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, look, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's, that whole thing with the English football is very yeah. It's all over the shop. But I don't know. Hey, what about another great uh, broad who scored on the weekend? Oh. My mate, Yakumakis. He's on fire. Well, he had a little bit of a drought, but he um, after last week when we spoke about it, and now this week he's uh, back in the goal scoring. Uh, department twenty yeah. fifth, so. uh, uh, I believe, for the league, 25th. and that's a record yeah. for the club. Yeah. Club record. Yep. Yeah. Also, another Greek who scored a banger, Likouyanis. First yes. minute. Saw yes. that as well. We've got that on our socials as well. So Why do we get wanna... rid of him, George? Because he was at Olympiagos. I mean, just we let him go really young. I think didn't we? It was around the era where we there was a lot of there was a lot, a lot of inconsistency. Yeah, so yeah. Um, he was one of the names, though, Stephen, that was, that we talked about a couple months ago when they were talking about bringing Greeks back. He was one of the names that was mentioned. So um, I'll take him back. If well, I mean, obviously we got some, we got Gudris coming back, and we still got Rebchuk. Is Gudris coming yeah. back? Well, well that's a, there's been rumblings. He's on a two-year loan deal. Two-year mm-hmm. loan. There was talk of maybe shortening the loan because of his performances for Dusseldorf, but that's just rumours. I don't think that's cropped up recently. Yeah, I, I can't say. I don't think Martins rates him, unfortunately, for him and, and us fans. Um, Martins hasn't made many wrong decisions at the club, so you can't hate him for it. But, um, you know, it, it's also the, the the argument that I don't. a lot of people are starting to realise that we don't, I don't think Martin's rates for Tunis either. Um, well, he wasn't know. included in the squad um, in the game just gone against Asteras. Well, so I mean, that be... was, yeah, that was, I mean, it's a nothing match, but I'm starting to no, get the I feeling, mean, know. you know, and someone posted, um, the G7 boys put this thing that, um, with Martin's being linked to Wolverhampton, and then someone said, um, I'd rather Martin's leave than Fortuny's leave. Uh, the club at the end of this season and I mean it, it's it's quite a big statement but you know I've kind of seen the writing on the wall for him this year um, he hasn't said anything um, but he's you know when when it's big games and we need whatever the big games he's never he's hardly started them so anyway it's food for thought you know the season's over effectively so we'll see we just got to get the we'll cup and then the see how we go it's going to be very interesting yeah so what happens um, another player Tzolis, uh where two boys Michael where do you reckon he goes Munchen Gladbach um, have come in um, Club Bruges I think are still sniffing around as well um, Brighton Brighton yeah okay yeah um, I've heard Go to, go to where Nick lives, has a cafe with him in Brighton. <laughs> there's loads of Greeks down in Brighton. He'd be fitting just, just right there. There's, 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 there's lots, lots of Greeks in Brighton just here up the road as well. And I'm no, sure I'm there's so... probably a lot of Greeks in the Brighton in Melbourne too. Yeah, there's Brighton. Yeah, that's it. When you're leaving Greece, put pass Brighton. Okay, <laughs> and then they'll leave and they're like, which Brighton? I don't know. The UK, Sydney. Melbourne, Sydney. Up your Brighton. <laughs> anyway, Michael, go on there. What were you going to say? Um, I think Dortmund have pulled out. If I've read it correctly from a German report, I could have mistranslated it. Um, but for Cholis, that'd be a good thing. For yeah. Cholis, um, I don't think I, Gladbach would be good. I think Munchen Gladbach is a realistic move. That'd but, be perfect. Good yeah. league. Decent-sized club. Yeah. They're regulars in Europe, too. And we're talking about this. Like, you take away the big German clubs out of the picture. Um, The rest of the German clubs, they're not going to spend 10, 12, 13, 14, 15 million euros on a player if they don't see him as a squad match day player. Um, Now, if he was to be picked up by a club like Dortmund, you, you know... I mean, they've got a young kid banging goals left, right, and centre for them, which they paid, you know, big bucks for. But, uh, you know, you can't see him getting the opportunities at a Dortmund where he would get the same opportunities at a Mönchengladbach, uh, for instance. Um, Belgium, I think we discussed that. I think yeah. it's a sideways. 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 S
yeah, Brighton, he'd be just too much pressure there. I don't think he needs it. I mean, well, we're, see, we're seeing him fatigue in the Greek league now. Well, we spoke about Arsenal and Arteta. You look at Graham Potter at Brighton, if they don't start well, he'll be up. Yeah, exactly. And and there's too much pressure there. I, I don't know if you guys have noticed. I think he was copping it a little bit. You know, he was, he was, he's looking a bit jaded towards the end of this season in Greece as well. So, um, I think, yeah, once again, the German club is a way to go um, for a young Greek, especially if they're going to pay that much money. You know that they're going to look after him. Last one here. Uh, sorry, Steve, did you want to say something? I was just going to quickly say for Zolis, would, say, would staying at Bauk really hurt his chances, though, Not for the all. season after? Not at all. I think yeah. it, I think it, I think he could stay there. See what he's about. See what, what he I think if, if, you learn, well. if you learn from the Retos move, uh, yeah, stay in Greece one more year. That happened way too soon. And it was at the very end of the transfer window, if I recall, as well. We- well, the rumours were just like going out of fire there, you know, and, and they were talking about Barcelona and all that kind of stuff. And one more season at Olympiacos, the way he had that season at Olympiacos, and he probably would have been going to, maybe not Barcelona, but he probably would have been going to an even higher club for even more bigger wage. So yeah. young strikers like Solis, young, big, strapping Lads like him that can score, um, they're a dime a dozen. They're, they're, sorry, they're not a dime a dozen. They're rare. So one more season in Greece with Balk, hopefully having a good European run, and I reckon the sky's the limit for him. But it all depends on what he wants to do and how and who's managing him and who's whispering what in his ears. So, um, Speaking of young guys and German football, Limnios. Um, the coach has come out. Michael, I'll give this one to you. So the coach came out and said he's had a bit of a disappointing season, but he still rates him. Um, and he's going to look at him in the preseason, make a decision whether he's going to keep him this season or loan him out. Yeah, just um, just what we've been saying about Limnios this season. And we saw it in the ethnic gear against Spain, mm-hmm. um, that he is over-enthusiastic. And we did see it. Like, he went on that one-on-one with Ramos, which was embarrassing. Um, He just needs to correct his mistakes and make his game a little bit more simple. That's it with Limnios. And that's the type of player he is. He's good technically, very fast player, but you've got to play with your mind as well. Yeah. Yeah, so... We'll see how he goes. Maybe in the preseason he can uh, sharpen up his... uh... You know, he's thinking and he's, he's awareness on the pitch and keep himself um, at his club there because he, of, everyone knows he's a talented individual. So we want to see. Yeah. You don't want to see him get caught up in uh, loan after loan after loan there. So. Yeah, and I just want to remind everyone. Ella. He's only, he's close to being 23 and I've already seen people say he doesn't belong in the ethnic gear. I, please, I don't want to hear that. Don't want to hear it. There's a reason he's in the ethnic gear because of his time at Bulk. But he's still a good player to have. A valuable player. But he just needs to learn. That's all. Just remember, he's 23. still learning. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Nico. Mm-hmm. I, I just clicked onto uh, Barthanakos' Twitter account. And yeah. <laughs> the hashtag kills me, man. Which one? So, green? No, no. Like greens do. Like, yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> So you sack the coach like Greens do. <laughs> Every match day, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it doesn't even make, like, it, it, it gets, it's a piss take if it, it doesn't even make sense. You've just sacked yeah. the coach and you say, hey, like Greens do. So The club's a piss take. It, it's almost like the, the they... The club's are, a piss take in the last <laughs> 10 years. It's funny how the guy was your saviour at one stage and how he's become such a hated figure at the club. It. Yeah, it's it's an interesting how he did everything right. At, he did everything right at the start at the club, but I mean, just we we were building. Yeah, those first couple of years, it, yeah, in the right direction. I think what was the Italian's name? The Italian coach that you had? I think. Ah, uh, no. Nah, before the writing was on the wall, well, well before him, Stramatroni. Do you think so? Because he bought yeah. some absolute duds for you guys. Duds. But I I thought that. The season where we lost to, so just before he came in, where we lost to Kabbalah, that's where, uh, the uh, Azerbaijani team, that's where I thought, yeah. yeah, something's not right here. Who was the coach then before? Anastasio. Okay, Anastasio, yeah. And I really liked him. Yeah, I just remember the Italian guy came in and because he had coached, was it Inter or something, everyone had... Yeah, yeah. he was a shocker. He, he was shocking at Inter as well. 
I just remember, well, I remember the rumors coming out with Luke Steele. He was on some kind of stupid like. Uh, Steele was before before he came though. Was still okay. So Steele was before. Okay. No, so, Steele, um, yeah. I don't want to get my. Uh, I don't want to get my. Uh, he was there under him, but it wasn't signed by him. It wasn't signed by him. Okay. Yeah. All right, boys. I think that's it, eh? Questions. No, nah, no questions, guys. No questions. Shoot us some questions, peeps. Don't, you know, like even if you give us some feedback, whatever, um, we're always open for questions. We're going to run the podcast in the in the off season as well. We're going to do something different, more of a Guffinil talk and all that. So in the in the mm. next week or two, we'll um we'll get it out to people. So we've got some exciting stuff that we want to bring out to anyone and try to get people involved as well. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um. Next week, next week, uh, we'll we'll probably do a poll on who do we think is our team of the season for the for this season. Yeah, yeah so, I was going to mention that. Yeah, so what we'll do, and we'll, we'll get that out. Um, we're going to do an end of season um, awards, but we'll talk about it more. We'll get a um, we'll get some polls out, and we'll try to get them hidden so no one can see them, so we can do the big reveal on the podcast itself. Um, so. We're working on that in the background. So, yeah, stay tuned for that as the season wraps up. Um, still got a couple more weeks, a few more games to be played with the Greek Cup as well. So, um, And a short pre-season before teams start playing their one of yeah. 100 European matches. Yep. Um, and shout-out to Luke Chambers at ChambersLuke7. Says, brilliant show. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank we you. appreciate it. Thank you. We share, share the love, guys. Share it wide, far, however you can. We we love doing this. Um, we're trying to, you know, we, it's our first season, so we're trying to get things better. So we'll always take any type of feedback, constructive um, or not, whatever it might be, trying to find out the perfect number of people on the show and, and the information that we put out um, for the Greek football fans in English. Um, so, yeah. But we'll, uh, yeah, we love what we do. Gentlemen, Kalinikta, Kalimera, Kalispera, and whatever part of the world you are in, good morning, good afternoon, and uh, we'll do it all again. All right. See you, boys. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks.